Good Friday morning to you, family. Good Friday morning to you. I am Pastor Chris. You are listening to Encouraging Your Spirit the podcast. I hope this message finds you doing well. We're just going to do our Friday devotional today. Uh, let's start with a word of prayer. Gracious God, we thank you for your kindness, for your goodness, for your mercy, for your unfailing love that is infinite and all around us. We thank you for keeping us and sustaining us, for being ever present in every circumstance, in every season, when we don't know where to go, when we don't know what to do, and even when we do. We thank you for being there. We thank you for your love that is always with us and always for us. Help us to continue to grow in our circumstances and situations and experiences, knowing that it is so much deeper than the level that it is or what what we see greater is always ever before us help us as we continue to grow in the nature and knowledge of who you are and who you want to be for each and every one of us and the plan and the purpose that you have for our life thank you thank you thank you for all that you are for being a good good father for kindness and grace mercy and compassion thank you thank you thank you we give you praise and adoration and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hope y'all having a good day today. This is take two. <laughs> so our transparency uh, recording today uh, live. And uh, I think there was an announcement going on in the last one. So you won't see that one. But in case it pops up, just figured I'd share that. So we're going to try this again. Hope y'all are having a good day. A good day today. Uh, turn with us in our devotional. We are looking at Luke 10 38 uh, through 42. Uh, I'm gonna try to share my screen. Let's see so we can just read it together. Yep, okay, there you go. All right, cool. It says, as Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work to myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. Another version, I think it's the ESV, says Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. Either one of those versions works, but just for sharing that. Today, we're going to be talking about revisiting rethinking exploring busy we always talk about the historical context of the scripture so mary and martha were close friends of, of jesus and they made their home in the base uh during his ministry in judea in luke 10 38 we're finding that you know jesus and his disciples have come to the village where 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 uh, martha has opened her home to him the language uh, suggests that Martha owned the house, not unlikely, as women did own property in ancient times. Also, you got to think about the context and, and the time. Uh, hospitality was extremely important. 
So when guests arrive, not necessarily in this chapter, but Luke, I believe it's seven. So that's three chapters back. Um, when a guest arrived, the guest was welcomed with a kiss. Their sandals were removed. Their feet were washed. Their head was greased with a refreshing perf perfumed oil. This was a lot of work, but it showed honor to the guest. So thinking of the context of the time of why, you know, this might be important, hospitality. And according to some scholars, um, Martha uh, possibly or was the eldest since she seems to act to have acted as the hostess and at times is mentioned first. Um, the Bible also tells us in this uh, it's a story about Mary and Martha that Jesus and his disciples, they were hanging out. And so when you're trying to picture what's going on, Mary was sitting at the feet of Jesus hanging on to all of Jesus's words. And Martha was busy being a hostess, doing all the cleaning, the cooking and serving. So you imagine, you know, Martha's working hard, running around doing these chores and here her sister is sitting and listening to, you know, what Jesus is saying. And so when Martha can no longer suppress her frustration, she interrupts Jesus and blurts out about her chores saying, you know, you should tell, you know, Mary to help me. And it's not that Jesus doesn't appreciate her hard work and the servant's attitude, I'm sure. I mean, possibly we could even say that acts of service might be Martha's love language. We don't know, but that's just a thought. But what we find Jesus communicating to Martha was that, uh, I love the ESV uh, version when he says, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen a good portion, which will not be taken away from her. You know, when when you look at the, before we look at that part, if you look at the part of the scripture where, you know, Martha's blurting out to Jesus saying, tell her to help me, uh, you know, that's, that's uh, not, 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 sorry, I said that wrong. What I wanted to focus on is when Martha says, Lord, do you not care? So she's saying to, you know, Jesus, Lord, does it, does it not matter that my sister has left me alone to attend to these things or uh, tell her to come and help me? Those are strong words. And a number of translations render her question to sound like, Lord, do you not care? Then, you know, she's asking Jesus to, you know, order her sister back to work. What do we learn from that story? You know, while Mary took the opportunity to sit at the feet of Christ, to rest in him, to Think about, you know, prayers when you talk about drinking from the fullness of Christ, the communion, the, you know, being in the presence of Christ, just spending time with Christ, just that metaphorically and literally, this is what, you know, Mary is doing. Martha is attending to other things. And it isn't that cooking or cleaning, preparing or being a good host, hostess is wrong, incorrect or misaligned. The question of is, is that needed, you know, now in, in this moment? And what we can see uh, is that Martha wanted Jesus to chastise Mary or criticize Mary. But no, Jesus' response is not criticism or rebuke. You know, Jesus acknowledges that Martha is anxious about many things. So in many ways, it comes across to me as, he's, as Jesus is saying, hey, you know, it's not just the dishes you, you're really upset. There's an underlying issue here. And... um. It's as if Jesus is saying, you're anxious, distracted by a lot of things. It really isn't just the chores that you're working on that has you distracted. And he's saying, hey, but Mary, she's chosen the greater portion. Jesus clearly saw that, you know, 
Martha's motives were loving and pure and did not feel, like I said, that hospitality was necessarily wrong because Martha's meal was not the key issue here. It was her priorities. She was focused on the elaborate meal being the perfect host that she lost sight of what mattered most. What was that? Jesus wanted Martha to focus on the value of what Jesus wanted to share with them that day. That's my point. How does this relate to our day, daily life? You know, I read the story and I think about busyness because oftentimes, I know in the context of the story, we're talking about Jesus is coming to visit Mary and Martha and, you know, what's happening there. But I think about how is this applicable to present day life every day, you know? And what I think about is, <clears throat> uh, I read this story and I think about how me, you, us, we have so many things to do or going on, but sometimes it isn't just about accomplishing the tasks. It's about deeper things, chores, cooking, being a good host, or maybe the tasks that we have, you know, they all, you know, have their place in the proper time. When Jesus says Mary chose the good portion, Mary chose the part that is useful and helpful at that time. Think about the number of times people say spending in spending time in prayer, communing with Abba, Jesus is good for the spirit. Oh, Jesus, I'm trying to say, is good for the spirit. I said that wrong. <laughs> Let me say that right. Think about the number of times people say spending time in prayer or communing with Abba or communing with Jesus is good for the spirit or in prayer we say we just want to drink from the fullness of you we want that time that you get it might feel like colloquialism but it's the renewal the revival refreshing of our spirit that we get when we commune with Abba or perhaps that's the spirit of this text when we're looking at what Mary was getting versus what Martha was missing out on You know, think about this in our daily life. What do we prioritize in our lives? Are we ever too busy? Or are we moving around like Martha complaining about the Marys who are not doing what we're doing? Are we distracted, focused on the chores that we miss or and or don't see the deeper meaning? You know, this week I, I was thinking, like I said, I was telling you about, you know, busyness. And I thought about the scripture again. And, the, and just the thematically about the scripture. And um, I was in this meeting where people were listing the reasons that they weren't getting their re research done. And I was thinking, you know, on the way, on the ride home, that it's true. Life happens. Sometimes, me, you, us, we are juggling a lot. Living in the uh, pandemic has given us so many lessons, as well as for some of us, our life was just as busy when the pandemic didn't exist yet it is also true that sometimes it is easier to focus and or work on the other things in our responsibility than focusing on the main thing the one thing or the things that are needed and that makes me think of this quote and I gotta get it off my phone because I thought it was it was good. And I said, this goes with today's lesson. Um, I think it's Thomas Carlyle that says, our grand business undoubtedly is not to 
see what lies dimly at a distance, but to do what lies clearly at hand. Say that again. Our grand business undoubtedly is not to see what lies dimly at a distance, but to do what lies clearly at hand. So when I think about this scripture, I'm thinking what what clearly lies at hand in the context of this scripture, what clearly lies at hand would be, you know, taking time, moments to spend and 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 gather what Jesus uh, was trying to share with Mary and Martha at that time. That was the good portion of what Mary was receiving. In terms of our life, what is, you know, what are our priorities? You know, what is it that we have to do that clearly lies at, at hand in the context of the experience that I just shared with you or thoughts about, you know, what I was talking about. I think we often tell ourselves the reasons we don't do the things that are needed. We often have a real good narrative. And it's true. I'm not, you know, please know this isn't rebuke and this isn't shade. And then I was also thinking that sometimes in context, the problem, the issue is me, you, us. Have you ever spent so much time uh, accomplishing tasks around your home that you realize you haven't focused on the main thing? for that day or maybe you've been so busy with the tasks and the things that you you're doing that you haven't talked to another human be it your kids be it your bae be it you know your spouse or just spending time with yourself I mean it isn't that the things that you me us are doing that don't need doing it's just Maybe it doesn't always need to be done in a time frame that we think that it does. Oftentimes when I look at my life and think about this concept of busyness and just what's needed in the present moment of where we are right now, oftentimes I realize there were deeper moments, things that could have been done and should have been uh, focused on. But I was busy. I was distracted with the other things. So to me, it became about learning uh, not just prioritization, but just learning what's important right now. And I've learned that things are equally important, not at the expense of other things. And I think that's the lesson that this scripture is teaching us about Mary and Martha. And my ultimate point is Mary realized what was important and focused on that. It wasn't that she was saying no one cares about being hospitable. She was just taking the moment and time to spend with Jesus. Martha, yeah, the dishes, the chores, that needed to be done. But they didn't necessarily need to be done right then. In our own lives, I think it would be great sometimes if we make sure we make time for the main things in our life, whatever those main things are, you know, and I say that with with the reality and the knowing that sometimes, yeah, you know, in the context of, of like that conversation about, you know, people saying, hey, I don't have time to do my research. Sometimes you might not have time to do your research. You might not, you know, when I think about people that are working you know, full-time jobs or working period, and they have children, spouses, loved ones, the aging parents or people to take care of. Sometimes you can't do 
everything that you used to could do, at least in the same order. So you do have to change, change things. But it's also true that you can't just give up and say, hey, I just don't have time for it. Because sometimes that's a narrative too. And I'm not saying that critiquing what they're saying. I'm just saying I was thinking about that in the context of, of, of everyday life that is true. You know, we have a lot of things going on around us. And I think oftentimes when I look in the scriptures, you know, when we look at, you know, the life of Jesus, Jesus was quite aware that people have a lot of things going on. Yet, and still, make the main thing the main thing. What needs to be done that clearly lies in our present moment, that's right now, that's right today, that's in this moment. And I think we should always be thinking about that and act and move in that space and place. Okay, that's what I was thinking about today. I hope what I have said encourages your mind, empowers your spirit and your heart. And it gives you some things to think about. You know, have you ever been distracted? Have you ever had the experience of focusing on other things? And then you're saying, hey, make such and such come help me. And that really wasn't the point. I think that's an experience that happens in so many lives. It's my hope and prayer that we reflect on that. And govern ourselves accordingly. And think about that in the context of our lives, in the context of our faith, and in the context of our relationships. Okay? And make the main thing the main thing. Focus on the good portion. All right? Uh, like I said, I hope what I've said encourages you. I thank you for taking time to listen to this podcast. I wish you a very wonderful and great weekend. You be blessed. Peace. <laughs>